Hello, I'm Holly, the funnier one in theme park films. Both me and Carla have secured a deal with the fantastic studio to offer you a discount on their headphones and earphones. Perfect for a long journey to Orlando whilst you're listening to our podcast. Head to studio.com and use promo code ThemeParkFilms to get yourself a whole 15% off. Now, on with the show. Hello, thank you for choosing to listen to Theme Park Films Podcast. We are Carla and Holly, two friends from England, who will ride the movies, watch the film and give you our thoughts. You can find us on at Theme Park Films on Twitter. Oh, and just one more thing. If you are driving whilst listening to this podcast, please keep your arms inside the vehicle for the duration of the show. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Theme Park Films. I'm Carla and as ever I'm joined by Holly. Hello. And this week we are discussing Fast and Furious 5, a.k.a. Fast 5. I don't know what the correct title is. What would you call it? We can call it Fast 5. Well, that's because you're a fan, though. So I feel like you can shorthand it. We can call it Fast 5 because otherwise it's a little bit, you know, the Fast and the Furious 5. It's a bit wordy, isn't it? It is a bit. Let's call it. I don't know if I'm there to call it Fast Five, but I, I I feel like I'm in safe hands calling it with you, so I'll do that. Okay, that's fine. Uh, it was released on the 29th of April, 2011, in the USA, and the 21st of April, 2011, in the UK. But before we go on to that, we are to mention where it featured in a theme park. Now, to my knowledge, it still isn't open in the Orlando Universal Studios. However, it has replaced Earthquake. It changed its name to Disaster. Oh, yeah. yeah. After Earthquake. And I believe it changed its name because Charlton Heston died, who was the guide for Earthquake. So, obviously, it would make no sense having an actor that that was dead voicing the guide you were going through. So I believe that's why they then changed it to disaster and put a tour guide in. I'm I'm guessing that I have nothing to base that on other than I don't know how they would explain that he was alive introducing it when he's dead in real life. So anyway, I really liked Earthquake. Obviously, no surprises. Sad it's gone. What a shock think they should have kept it but we'll save that for when we um when we eventually do review earthquake the film there's an actual film is there yeah there is an actual film and i did remind you to record it over the christmas period so i trust it is still on your planner yeah of course of course it is um now i saw the fast and furious attraction in la about 10 years ago which i believe isn't the up-to-date attraction, but it was just on the backlot tour and you just saw like cars, I don't know, kind of racing around and going off of the track, etc. So I'm not sure what the new ride's going to be. Do you have any clue? No, I don't. Now, I think it will probably not be 
a free D ride just for the fact of where it's going into because earthquake you actually went like on a subway didn't you so I'm guessing they would use that same track to actually go somewhere in a car rather than just sitting in it yeah that would be good fans of the fast five etc would be disappointed if you didn't actually move in the car I agree it warrants moving maybe you would even have a bit of a like a race between two cars that would that would be good so you could go you know head to head with another car load of tourists yeah let's submit it anyone from universal yeah, maybe something like that well let's hope so and uh by the time you're listening to this the ride will probably already be open so well, let's see how right we got it right straight into the film so i need to to for people that aren't regular listeners to this show I've always teased Holly for liking, liking Fast and Furious for no other reason other than it annoys her a little bit. I have nothing against the franchise, but it's just not something that's interested me to watch. So this is the first one I've ever seen. Obviously, there's probably a lot of backstory that I don't understand, but I think I managed to pick most of it up. I don't think it was too deep that you can't just go in at number five and, and kind of understand what's going on. Fine. I might have to get you to explain a couple of plot points along the way, but... Yeah, so obviously this is Fast Five. In the series of the um, the films, this is actually f- number three. Say what? Oh, no, four, sorry. Fast and the Furious 3 is Tokyo Drift, but Tokyo Drift doesn't have all the characters in from fast and the furious only has some of them mm-hmm. it kind of like jumped it jumped around a bit so the, the third film is actually the sixth film if you went in order gosh there's more to this than i realized so this is actually number four so as you're watching this, it continues from number four, but, you know, you don't need to see three because it just is confusing the matter. So Fast 3, the guy, well, I you know, I don't want to give it away, but he actually... It's fine. The, he dies, the, um, the guy who's eating the, the crisps all the time. That's a shame. So we know that he is dead. Oh, Okay, well, I, I probably won't go too deep into that because okay. I'm getting confused already. Yeah. But thank you for that background. Not a problem. We do have Adam on hand that if, you know, if you ask questions about background, yeah. we do have him as well. That's good. We've got Adam on standby, guys. I know I know the fans are, are big fans of Adam when he makes a cameo every now and then. We usually get comments that, that Adam's there, so that's good. Yeah, so he'll be able to jump in, hopefully. Brilliant. So, um, I obviously, I didn't bother to learn the character name, so you'll have to correct me, but we see Vin Diesel. Yeah, Dominic Toretto. Okay, I'm just going to call him Vin. Okay. Being sentenced and he's being transferred to prison in a bus. His sister, Mia, who I did bother to learn the name of, but I just recognised her from Dallas. She was in the remake of Dallas, so that's all I kept thinking about. But her and Paul Walker. Brian. 
Thank you. Make the bus crash to free him. Yeah. Uh, it cuts to the news and it says that all the prisoners are accounted for except Vin. You know, obviously I'm watching this back now. And I, you know, I can enjoy the film and stuff. But, I mean, what I thought was weird, they were obviously, it went to like, the news things. And it said, oh, these were high risk sort of like felons. And what they just let mm. the, they basically let a bus go off on its own. It didn't have any police sort of following them. Do you think it that in real life it would have like a police escort, perhaps? I mean, at least one. Oh, yeah, I would have thought so. Or be in uh, cages. Were they even in cages in there? I don't think so. I think they were just, you know, handcuffed and stuff. I would have thought they would have been like in, in separate caged units if they were that high risk. None of them also looked like they were buckled up. And I'd imagine if you rolled, like, rolled that bus about five times, it's a shock and a miracle that not one of them died. <laughs> yeah, it did come quite a cropper, didn't it? You know, they went to go and save him and he, he'd actually died because they hit the car too hard and it was they'd rolled it six times and then they were like, oh, gosh, we tried to save him, but... But he's dead. And that would have been the end of the film. Would have been the end of the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Walker appears on the on the news and it, it says that he's a former federal agent. Now, obviously, this meant not a lot to me because I hadn't seen the previous, but throughout it, it's referenced that he used to be police of some kind, I'm guessing. Yeah, so in the first sort of, definitely the first one, maybe two, mm-hmm. he is undercover police. He goes in to be undercover, like with um, Toretto and stuff, and then end up falling in love with um, Mia and stuff. So, yeah. Okay, fair enough. It then cuts to Rio and we see uh, Paul and Mia meet up with some geezer called Vince. He was in the first film, Adam told Okay, thank you. Thank you, Adam. There's a load of other people in the house. Well, there's not loads of people in the house. There was just him and his wife and a baby. Who were those, all those people hanging around outside the house? Were they not living in the house? No, they weren't in his house, but yeah, they were hanging around. Oh, okay, they're just neighbours. Yeah. It's a friendly place. You wouldn't get that yeah. in in Britain, would you? It's a friendly place with, I mean, machine guns galore. Sure, sure, but friendly fire. Yeah. So Vince talks about nicking cars and says that it's going to be some easy money for them. Yeah. And they're on a train, so we then see the train and Paul and Mia locate the cars paul realizes that the cars have been seized as part of like a drug enforcement agency yeah i mean this was quite a good entrance i would say for someone that vin diesel cuts off the side of the train and hops aboard (laughs) yeah it's quite a dramatic entrance isn't it i enjoyed that i mean good also that no one on the train noticed a noise or saw anything going on no, I mean, you wouldn't notice someone cutting the side of a, of a train off, I I wouldn't think. It wasn't definitely loud or anything, was it? <laughs> no. So they're on board with Vince and some other blokes. Yeah. Some of the men mutter that they will get the car later, that Mia is allocated still. So, you know, Vin clocks this and he leans over and tells her change of plan. Wait, wait, wait. 
So I should point out that, that Vin Diesel is her brother, just in case anyone is like me and hasn't seen it. I don't know why you're listening if you haven't seen the film, but just in case some diehard fans, you know, just, just enjoy listening to us. Vin Diesel is Mia's brother. Yeah. She obviously drives off in the other direction, and, and these, these men are now very cross at that. I didn't understand why she had to drive off at that point. Like, they are just in a desert. She could have just pretended to go along with it until all the, the, the cars were off and then maybe did a detour. Yeah, or at least could have just driven a couple of feet down the way she yeah. was meant to and then turned around. Yeah. So I've written here, chaos ensues, which, as we know, is code for. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> but there was lots of fighting, utterly, utterly ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that Vin gets in the last car, Paul jumps onto the car just as he's about to hit a bridge, and then they fly off a cliff and land in the water. You, At the very least, you get the bends after that. I didn't really understand, like, I didn't understand why Paul Walker wanted to wait for Vin Diesel to bring the car. Why... Why that was any better than just falling on the ground, I didn't know. And I also thought because of the way, you know, that they drive in America, if it had been a British car, he could have, you know, maybe landed in the passenger seat. But he was in real danger of landing on Vin Diesel's head because of the side of the car that, that he was driving on. So the whole thing was a terrible chance to take it was but it paid off and you know what it, it was fun wasn't it it was fun to watch what a waste of car though just going into the into the river again lucky that that particular car didn't have that chip in that they needed otherwise everyone would have been pretty annoyed would have would have been drenched unusable i would have said so they're captured by the baddies and hung up i thought there was going to be more to this scene than there was because they just kind of escape escape quite quickly didn't they from this well they're invincible these people well i just thought it would be a bit like a like a you know have you ever seen 24 when they like torture jack bauer and you know he like takes everything there is and then all of a sudden then he does some karate kick. But this was like, you know, quite quickly they escaped from it. I mean, he literally just moved his hands away and suddenly he was free. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was, you know, I don't know. I thought they could have made more of it. However, as the film went on, I was glad they didn't because it is quite a long film. They're told if they say where the car is, they'll be released. They refuse to talk and the bloke kind of insinuates that he's going after Mia. Yeah. We then see her listening to the news and it's saying that three DEA agents have been killed and Paul, Vin and Mia are going to take the rap for it. Yeah. They've been set up to take the blame. They both arrive with her and see, and say they need to find out why they wanted that car. Then we see The Rock. Mm. What appear. did you think of that? Um, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of The Rock. I've got to be honest. I can kind of live without him. Well, did you? Because I didn't actually know this. And the other day I was talking to, um, I think it was Emma who told me, that if you notice in the later films, I think Fast 8, Vin Diesel and The Rock never film anything together because they don't get on. Oh, really? Okay. Apparently... The Rock said stuff about how Vin Diesel's not very um, professional on set. 
And The Rock is. Wow. He was the highest paid actor last year, Carla. It is shocking, isn't it? Because I just remember, I mean, I never used to be into wrestling, but I remember him as a wrestler. I guess it is because he goes for the blockbusters and the blockbusters make you money. Yeah, and you know what? He's he's fine. I mean, I can't say I'm a fan of him, and I wouldn't certainly wouldn't go out my way to watch a film with him in it. But I mean, for what he does, there's not a problem with it. You know, you've got an all right film when the rocks there. I don't know. Did you see San Andreas? Well, you know, you know, it's going to be okay. I said that wrong. It's going to be an easy watch. If you see, if you see a film with the rock in. It's probably going to be a good playing film. A good playing film, uh, you know, a good popcorn film. Yeah. Yeah, so he arrives and he seems to know a lot about the three of them. I, I found him a bit ill-mannered when he said, stay the F out of my yeah. way to someone. He was quite angry, wasn't he, when he first arrived? I don't know if there was any need for that. And he kind of wasn't consistent because he wasn't really that rude again at any point. So, no. again, what what was the point of that little outburst? Because it wasn't particularly his character going through the film. Meanwhile, Vince arrives and Paul thinks that he's in with the baddies. Vin defends him, but then yep. gets him on his own and he confesses that he needs the chip. So he gets asked to leave. They later examine the chip and find out each one of the shipments which uh, are located on the chip are worth $10 million. Yeah. The baddies burst in just as the rock is about to invade the hideout and they all escape. We've got this uh, rooftop chase scene, which probably looked really good at the cinema, I'd imagine. Yeah. The lady police officer confronts Vin Diesel. I didn't really understand this. I don't know if I looked away or or what happened, but they kind of had like a look or an exchange and then somehow he got away. Yeah, and then she picked up his, his necklace, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. So they the free escape and Vin suggests that they need to split up so um, people aren't looking for free of them. But then just after leaping off a roof... Mia announces that she's pregnant. I said to her, like, I mean, the stress she must be under and all that jumping around. Mm. I mean, she's lucky that... She's lucky that baby was unharmed. She should... I mean, I was amazed that they didn't insist, right, immediately, you need to go to a hospital and be checked. You have just jumped through a roof and you're pregnant. Yeah. You know, but no one seems in the slightest bit concerned by that news. (laughs) They're just like, oh, this is great. Not like, oh, my God, what have we done? Is the baby okay? Yeah. Really weird. The woman uh, cop reckons it doesn't make sense why they would kill agents, so she's kind of starting to think that maybe they're not as bad as The Rock presumes they are. He's not having any of it, though. He's really not dismissing it all out of hand. Mm. Vin proposes that they take the baddies' money using the info on the chip and use it to start a new life. But they say they need a team and then they list all the different people they need. They need a chameleon, a fast talker, someone good at circuits, someone to punch through the walls, someone with weapons 
and two precision, precision drivers. But they already have those. <laughs> they already got those. So, I mean, it, the, the way they were listing them sounded like an exciting new boy band or something. They're all trying to play a character. So, obviously, you would have recognised all these people coming into it. I didn't. Mm -hmm. I was amazed to see Ludacris was even in it. Didn't know. It's also a bit, it's, it's funny because I believe in film two, Ludacris, a Ludacris song or something's on the TV or something. Right, okay. It's a bit crossover, but yeah. I didn't know he was an actor. I mean, I'm like way behind with the times, obviously. I had no idea because I even texted you that I just kept seeing mm. that album cover for Chicken and Beer each time he was on. He's likeable though, isn't he, Annette? He is likeable, yeah. But just from seeing that album cover for years when I worked in a record shop, I would not have had him down as someone that would become an actor. Hmm. You know? So I was surprised. But pleasantly so. He he played the part he needed to play perfectly fine. Yeah. So they all turn up and get talked through uh, the plan. Yeah. They break into the baddies' factory and tie a load of workers up, but instead of taking the money, they burn it and they're told to tell the boss who did it. And what did you think of this? I mean, why were all those women sat there wearing nothing? I didn't understand why they were sitting there wearing nothing, and I thought maybe it was just like a plot point that I'd missed. I don't think so. No? No reason for it. It's. I mean, it is hot in Rio. True. Maybe that was it. There you go. The Rock and the police are examining the car and he realises that they stole the chip. Meanwhile, one of the workers that was at the factory meets up with the bad guy and um, says that they burnt the money, so he gets killed. And it turns out, twist, that the bad is in with the fuzz. <laughs> the fuzz is the police for Americans. Sorry. They should know that because Hot Fuzz was released in America, wasn't it? Yeah. There you go. And all the money, all of his money, is being kept in a vault in the police station. A twist. Yeah, it was a twist. Twist and a half, wasn't it? I mean, I, you know, if I'd have cared, I would have gasped at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the others realise he's hiding the money in the police station. So they basically, they need to get a model of the vault so that they can practice on it. Yeah. So they then send in one of the blokes who tries to blag his way in. Now, this bit genuinely did make me laugh when he shows his ID and it says he's Caucasian and he says, no, he just has a tan. Did you, what did you think of him, though, Romeo? Roman, sorry. I genuinely laughed out loud. I found it, and maybe it's because I've gone straight in at number five, but I found too many characters in it. It was just too much for me to follow. And they were characters, they didn't really do enough that I remembered who they were. Yeah. I mean, maybe there is a bit, though, that it is because you started at five. You know, you get to know them. They become your family, Carla. Okay, well, this is getting really weird, so stop it. They managed to identify the safe with a remote-controlled car with a camera on it. Lucky that no one was in that room when they did that. 
Or that there wouldn't have been like, you know, motion detectors and, and cameras or you know, yeah. anything. They blow up the toilets to get access as cleaners. And again, talk about, you know, that the people on the train wouldn't have noticed the noise. They're supposed to go in just to mop up poo, basically. But they drill through and cut a hole out of a wall. And everyone thinks this is perfectly normal. Yeah. No one bats an eyelid. No, because that's how you clean up mess. This is a place where, you know, the man took a paper into the toilet with him. Yeah. <laughs> Vin and Paul go out to find some cars and they practice with lots of different cars to see which one they can get past a security camera with. Well, he wins the car first, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, I didn't really know what was happening there, so I tried to gloss over it. But you've pointed it out. They race for the pink slips. They got that, which is good. Okay, thank you. A safe arrives or a vault arrives to practice on. And one of the the big things they need is to get the the bad guy's handprint. So we see one of the girls gets him to grab her bum while she's wearing a bikini i'm not sure the way that he grabbed it that they wouldn't have got a smudged handprint is all i would say i agree he was kind of you know kind of caressing it more than grabbing and i think that would have smudged the fingerprints i'm not sure that they would have had enough but you know this is a place where earlier on they got face recognition from two men in balaclavas so you know obviously the technology (laughs) good really good amazing yeah the rock comes to arrest them but they're very cocky here i think they come across as quite unlikable in this scene they manage to scare the cops away by all of their friends bringing guns out at them i did actually write down that they're all it's already getting a bit too cocky and you know also where they got really cocky when they went to go and get the um was that after or before i can't remember i'm confused now when they went to go and get the police cars and they were let's race for a million yeah. sort of thing and it, you know it just felt a bit like oh let's get the money before we start doing this yeah and also you think the police cars sounded very very good for police cars you know, they sounded like a good a good car like whereas maybe in the uk if it was happening would it be the same effect with a Vauxhall Astra? i don't know <laughs> A panda car. Yeah. So I've just written here car racing, which I presume is referring to the bit that you are referring to. Mia is walking through a market and Vince rescues her just as she's about to get uh, captured by the bad guys. And again, I thought it was very odd. Like, you know that you've got to, you know, you know that you're, you're very sort of like being watched and stuff. And you think that, it's okay to go shopping. Yeah. I mean, she's being watched by, by you know, bad guys and by cops. I mean, doubly. Like, she's doubly screwed. And, you know, like you said, she pops out to get, you know, fresh mango or something. I mean, what are you doing? Ridiculous. And again, she's pregnant, which should make her doubly careful. You know, she's protecting someone else, not just herself here. Yeah. The Rock arrives at Safe House and fights Vin Diesel and uh, they all get arrested. As they're being shipped to the airport, 
to be uh, extradited. Bad guys attack and they basically take out all of the Rock's team other than the Rock himself and the woman cop. Yeah. And then we see Vin, etc. save the Rock's life. They then drive off with him and the woman. Vince dies. I mean, I didn't care at this point, you know, because obviously I've got nothing invested in him. But, you know, was that a sad moment? No. Okay. The gang try and put Vin off the heist, saying that there's extra cops in the police station guarding the vault. But then the rock offers to help them out. I, I, I didn't really understand no. what that was about. I know. I mean, I know that you know they've just saved his life, but it seems quite a U-turn. I agreed that they would even be discussing it in front of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, that was weird. So they crash through the wall and tow the vault away on the back of two cars. Now, I mean, again, I'm not an expert on cars, so maybe you need to help me out. I'm surprised that they were able to have the strength to tow a vault. Um, I don't think they would, Holly. Let's ask Adam on this. Adam, yeah. can you come up here? The when they when they take the two cars with the vault. Yeah. Would, would two cars really be able to pull a vault? Yeah. Yeah. Adam thinks so. I mean, not we haven't done it, Carla. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I've, I, I'm not sure it would. I don't. I just don't think the suspension could take the weight of a vault. We're not talking Peugeot 206s here, Carla. We're talking about modified cars. A bit patronising. <laughs> See, he hangs around with you too much. <laughs> um, and they do have like they'd have things in it like the cars would have loads of knots so if they needed to go faster they could probably just use that well, modified suspension modified tires you know okay well uh, I, I have to bow to your superior knowledge so what cars were they using how many liters 6.2 v8 probably I mean, 6.2 carla i mean uh, yeah that means that means a lot to me. Well, my car is one point six. Okay. <laughs> What's yours? Three point four. Three point four. I mean, these days it is a little different, but yeah, you know that. So it's quite. They are quite powerful cars. Fair enough. Okay. I'll take that. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. Not a problem. So then, then we get this ridiculous chase scene. Um, where they're going along with a safe attached to the yeah. back of their cars. I mean, literally, I mean, how many people could have died? Yeah, I mean, literally, the death toll from this must have been ridiculous. You know, I think with because of that, it probably would have become a bit of an international issue. And even if they went, God knows where, you know, someone would have wanted someone to pay for this. Yeah, I think so. And also it made me think of, you know, like when at school when you had to do like the three-legged race where you were tied up with someone and you had to go along. Now, they were both tied effectively to this vault. I mean, the precision they would have had to have had to have kept that, that one of them didn't veer off or, you know, I don't know. It just seems... Again, these are probably some of the best drivers in the world, Carla. So tell me this, how have they become such good drivers? 
Yeah, we, I need to get Adam back for that because I can't remember. Okay. He should have stayed in the room. He should. Adam, when you're needed again. Carla was just concerned. She said about the car, it was a little bit like the three-legged race. You know Which that car? they you know, that they both would have to be very like you know in tune with oh, each yeah, other. Definitely. And yeah. I said I said they are probably some of the best drivers in the world though. But Carla, no, in you know in this they're meant to be. And then Carla, how do they get to be such good drivers? And I said oh, I'm going to need to ask Adam this one. Uh, one's a cop, so you could go with police training. <laughs> and the other one was born street racing, so you could go with learning on the street. But I would agree with Carla that it is a bit unbelievable so they'd be able to pull it around all the time about any mishaps. Thank you again, Adam. Adam, everyone. Round of applause. The upshot is that the, the bad guy, you know, he gets killed. Yeah. The rock gives them kind of 24 hours to disappear. But he says that the money stays. Again, what a load of nonsense. I'm not just doing all of this to not get any money. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, until I saw what happened next, I wrote, what the hell, that they would just leave the money and not even argue about that because, yeah. you know, there's no point, is there? But then, you know, we get another twist and we see that the vault is empty and that it had actually been changed mid-chase, which makes <laughs> the chase just that even more unbelievable, which I like because it wasn't unrealistic enough in my book. So that was good. The end of it cuts to um, where everyone is having to split the money. So you see what everyone's spending their money on. And we see Mia and Paul on a beach. She's heavily pregnant. And then Vin visits with the woman cop. Is that right? Yeah. So she's given up her career. Is she then in it from then on? Is she in, like, number six and seven? Yeah, she's yeah, she's in number six. Okay, so she's given up her career for him. Uh, no, I think she still is in the police. I'm not sure she'd be allowed, Holly. <laughs> I mean, he's a fugitive. Well, yeah. And then there was something that happened post uh, during the middle of the credits, which I only realised because I was wandering in and out of the room, but I didn't really understand what this referred to, but... The Rock was given some paperwork and they said, do you believe in someone coming back from the dead? And then it showed the woman from Lost. Oh, I mean, I actually missed that bit. But, yeah, so then the next series. So at the moment we believe Letty, who is Dom's girlfriend, has died. Mm-hmm. Right. But, well, I'm not going to tell you. You've got to watch six to find out. I don't know if I'm going to do that, but... You know, all in all, it, it was fine. I'm not going to race out to watch, you know, the other six. But if we had to do another one for the podcast, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be gutted. It was all right. I mean, I, would, I will admit that eight is ridiculous. Okay. I didn't even know they'd done an eight. I thought they were only up to seven. And then they're doing the next one comes out this year, actually. Um, I just think there was it just, you know, Paul... Paul Walker not being in it just mm. doesn't sit well with me. You think they should have? I mean, because he died during the filming of was seven. was it seven? So maybe they should have just ended it there. Yeah. How did how did they explain where he gone? Did he die in the franchise? No, his brother came in and did the last the, the last scenes. 
No, but like from eight onwards. Oh no, so from seven you see it, it's very sad. So there's the Wiz Khalifa song and um the other guy and it's like you know, they disappear and they, they sort of both him and Don like go off in their own direction. It's really sad. And then eight, they'll just speak about so Mia's not in it either. Okay. And they'll just talk about it a bit like, No, we said we wouldn't get them involved, you know, they've got the baby and stuff like you know, Oh, so they haven't killed him off in it. He's just living happily somewhere else. Okay. Well, that's quite nice. Yeah, but again, it's it's not really real, is it? Because, you know, they're all about family and they all help each other all the time. So, you know, but whatever. It's nice, yeah. It's nicer that, that he's still referred to in it. Yeah, not enough for my liking, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, so obviously you could have chosen any of the franchise for, for us to review. You chose number five. Um, when discussing it with other people, it seems that was a general consensus that number five is the best one. So I'd have to say well picked. Yeah, I was going to go three, but I thought that was it wasn't right to do that because it was different to all the others. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So we've had a few shout-outs. So let's head over to Instagram first of all. And we've got Adam, (laughs) who we've heard from earlier. And he just says, exciting. (laughs) Thank you. Lyle says, the ride is supposed to be like Kong, which I ain't happy about. And he's put ain't in capital letters. (laughs) He's so angry, he's gone grammatically incorrect. That's how angry Lyle is about this. The film, however, is fun and I enjoyed it. There you go. So apparently the ride's going to be like Kong. Now, Kong, I I really liked the new Kong ride and I was surprised. Now, I didn't actually get to talk about the Kong ride on the Kong podcast because I hadn't been on it. But it's kind of half 3D and half moving. So for me, it worked. I thought it was really, really well done. But I know that that uh, Lyle wasn't a fan of it. At Wulong Talks says, I like it. It gave life to a dying franchise and solidified the rock status as a genuine movie star. Used its Brazilian location very well too. Mm. So would you agree with that, that up until five, that it may, you know, maybe it was dwindling at four? Would you Would you agree with that? Yeah, I can. Un- yeah, I get that. Yeah, you get that. Okay. And then we've got our friend Chris at Easy Rider Raging Podcast. So if anyone um, wants to go and check us out on another podcast, we did an episode of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which I kind of wish was on our feed because actually I listened back and it was very good, Holly, I must say. It was actually. It was very, very good. So if you would like to hear that, head over and search Easy Riders Raging Podcast and me and Holly guest star on that. But on this film, he says... This film is pure popcorn in all the right ways. The modern equivalent of an 80s Arnie film. The best in the franchise. Ridiculously fun to watch. I'd agree with that. Okay, well, that's that's it for the shout out. Sorry, not too many. But, yeah, I mean, it was fine. I, I was dreading watching it just because I'm not into cars. These are the films that they start to get less about the cars. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, it didn't really matter that I didn't like cars because, you know, there was enough, you know, there was enough other stuff going on. 
well yeah you don't really see much about them not at all not at all i thought it was going to be all racing all the way through it and uh, it was very little actually and actually i said there's a few bits where me and adam were like well we'd quite like to have seen the race and you don't even get to see it well yeah yeah i suppose if you if you're voluntarily watching the fast and furious you should see a lot of cars that's kind of what you're signing up for isn't it yeah i'd be quite happy to go in the ride and uh, i think it's a good choice for a ride not necessarily happy about what it's replacing, but yeah, I think I think it's a good choice to, to put in to Universal Studios. And I think even if you haven't seen the film, you're going to know enough that you can just kind of enjoy it. You don't probably don't need to know an awful lot. I mean, I might sort of faint the moment you say that ride should be replaced. I will say that when they replace Men in Black. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a given. So the minute they replace Men in Black, you will hear me say, whatever they, I mean, they could replace it with anything. They could replace it with toilets and I'd be happy. So you've been waiting to do this this film practically since we started. Are you you pleased that we've done it now? I am. It was refreshing to see, you know, a a new-ish film. Well, I think we've done quite a lot of new films, Holly. We did, I mean, last time we did The Birds. That was only, you know, from the 60s, yeah. for God's sake. Why are you moaning? <laughs> God. Have you got anything you'd like to add before we go on to the housekeeping? No, I don't think so. Just that I am looking forward to this ride and it will make me want to go back to Universal just to go on this ride. Wow, big words. Big words there. So late, isn't it? I mean, we've waited eight bloody films, and now they've finally done it. Well, see, this is the, well. This was kind of my, and I'm not going to go on about the Simpsons again too much because I go on about that too much in the episode for the Simpsons and Back to the Future. But I kind of feel they did the same with the Simpsons that we got a Simpsons land. Like how many seasons in to that show? When everyone other than you thinks it's a dying show. And, you know, the best is behind it. Then they create a Simpsons land. And it's kind of the same with this. You know, and then it gets to the point where someone goes, for goodness sake, when are we doing this? And then they go, oh, okay, let's just do it. Yeah. And then what's going to happen is, you know, we can't, how many fast films can we have? It's going to be like now, you know, CDs, isn't it? <laughs> now, I want to know, do the Now albums, which is, I, I think they have in America, but I don't think they're up to quite as many as we have, which is now what I call music. Is it still being released on CD format or is it just on like downloadable now? I think it is. And I think it's only, and I believe I've, I haven't read anywhere, but this is what I, I believe. Um, only in Asda though. Only uh, exclusive to Asda guys. There's the sort of people that would buy CDs. Cassettes. <laughs> For the car the car stereo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, you can find us on Twitter at Theme Park Films, on Instagram at Theme Park Films Podcast, or you can search us on Facebook. You can also email us, themeparkfilms at hotmail.com. And we are the proud creators of Britpod Scene, which is a collective of British podcasts. We've got a brand new podcast dedicated to Britpod Scene, where we do all sorts of interviews with the members 
of the gang. And I do a whole segment in it on interviewing American podcasts that we endorse. So please go and check that out. That's available on Podbean, iTunes, etc. Or you could just go to www.brickpodscene.com to find a full listing of all of our shows and get updates on Twitter and Facebook. So if there's nothing else from Holly, we thank you very much for listening and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Theme Park Films podcast is part of Britpod Scene, a network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. Oh.